The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. I'm sorry, but... Why not? Where? Inglis. See you later. No, I don't think they're and making And Kerry that. comes back in. Oh, look, like, I don't mind he, the call, but I don't think they're making that decision. I don't think they're making why, that change. Why not make a strong decision to win the whole thing? Because, Absolutely. Don't, because don't disagree, but I think... Strong the, teams make tough decisions. Strong teams do make tough decisions, but I think the point we'll make uh, is Kerry played, what, the first two games? Mm-hmm. How did we go in those two games? We lost uh, them? We lost. And, and then and the, he, the next six games when he hasn't played, how have we gone? One well, or six. We've won. All so, six. so, again, all I'm saying is I, I don't disagree with your point. I'm just saying that why they're not going to change the winning formula at the moment leading into the semifinals. That's why he's not going to come in. I'm all for him coming in potentially and if they're just picking between them. But that's the devil's advocate to that point. He was the scapegoat. He was the one who yep. got his head chopped off yep. because they lost the first two games. So, Inglis hasn't performed. Yep. His keeping's been okay. Yeah. Not up to Kerry's standard. Mm-hmm. And I think if if a catch gets put down or a miss stumping yeah. in a semi-final, yep. could cost us the World Cup. Oh, it definitely could. Um, and so, I don't think that will happen. So, then let's have a look at what will happen. So, if, if Steve Smith is to come in, now they've talked about Glenn Maxwell, he's recovered from his uh, 100 cramps he had and everything else that went through the body. So he should be right to play. So effectively, it means Smith in, and is it as simple as Labuschagne out? Jeez, oh, that's tough too. Well, it is. That's but, a really tough Well, no, then I, is it I, Mitch Marsh no, out? Um, no. <laughs> who, who goes out? You can't play more ones. No, I know. Cam Green. Cam Green... Wasn't in the last no, he game. Wasn't in the last no, game because Stoinis played. Stoinis played. So all right, let's so you got to play Stoinis. So you've got Warner and so, Head at the top. Then yes. it was Marsh at three, Labuschagne at four, Inglis at five, Maxwell six, Stoinis seven. Then the bowlers: Stark, Cummins, Zampa, and Hazelwood. I'm not playing Smith. I'm playing wow. Labuschagne. Yeah, I'm I'm the opposite to that. I'm playing Steve Smith and Manus Labuschagne, who came in as a late replacement, unfortunately misses out. So now you're arguing against your own why Carey and Inglis. Because you say don't change your winning formula. Yep. You're going to take out Labuschagne who made 70 odd in his last game. So Labuschagne made 14 in the game before. Sorry. Yeah, I know, I know. In the last yeah. game. But Steve Smith's played majority of the tournament. He's played in all the wins except for the last game. Whereas Carey hasn't played in a win yet in this tournament. Okay. So uh, it's been a good. <laughs> it's a good, healthy discussion we're having a, here, man. Good argument. We've had to start the show, which I love. Um, <laughs> Fight up. But I'd love to know if, if text in if you've got yes. an opinion on this. Uh, text in on oh four two seven one five four one double six or give us a call on one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Does Kerry come in? Does Smith come in? Who goes out? Yeah, it's a great call. It's, a, it's I think there'll be people everywhere talking about this and and who comes in, especially for the semi final. Yep. Like do do they let this game go as is? Smith comes back to play this game. Labuschagne comes out, but then. What happens if Stoinis fails here? Yep. Does then Labuschagne come back in to strengthen the batting for the semi-final? Oh, it's a great question. I mean, the semi-final will be against South Africa at Eden Gardens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, it's, I don't think they're going to change the lineup from what rolls out against Bangladesh tomorrow to the semi-final unless Bangladesh upset us, which I do not see that being anywhere near a chance. I think Bangladesh have been as ordinary as anyone in this tournament and we will roll over the top of them and get ready for our final in Calcutta at the Eden Gardens against South Africa. 
our neighbours were good last night against Sri Lanka. Uh, the Kiwis just did the job and did it reasonably easy in the end. Yeah, they did. I mean, we, we talked about this yesterday on the show and, and I said, is Sri Lanka any chance? And you said, no, zero chance. And you were absolutely spot on. Sri Lanka all out for 171. Trent Bolt, again, he's going to bowl in Mumbai, potentially under lights. He's going to be damaging if that happens in the first semi final. He took three for 37. New Zealand... Then did it pretty comfortably. They lost a few wickets, so they probably shouldn't have. But five for 172 off, only 23 overs. Conway, 45. Ravindra, is that a good tournament? 42. And as has Daryl Mitchell, who made 43. Yeah, that, uh, Ravindra and, and Mitchell being the two stars for New Zealand through the whole tournament. Um, the, the 23 over thing is the thing to look at there. They had the runs covered for yep. all of that. Yes, they like you said, they lost a couple of wickets. They probably shouldn't have. Um, every like Conway got a start, Ravinda got a start, Mitchell got a start, but by then the game was over. Yeah, no, it, without a doubt, was over, and and as a result, it's the end of Sri Lanka's tournament. Now, what does that mean for the semi-finals? Well, it means that it's ninety nine percent locked away now. The semi-finals, yes. which will be India to take on New Zealand and South Africa to take on Australia in the semi-finals. The only way that doesn't happen, Bonds, we had a look at this before, is Pakistan would need to beat England by. Roughly 287 runs. If if England come out and make, if, if sorry, if Pakistan come out and make 300 against them, they'd need to bowl them out for 13 for them to jump yes. over New Zealand's net run rate. And Afghanistan needs to win by about 440 runs. So that doesn't Probably look like not happening. No, it doesn't look like happening tonight's game is. South Africa. Uh, they take on uh, Afghanistan. Yes, at Gujarat. So the biggest stadium in the world. It's a good batting pitch. I think Quinton de Kock will go on and make some more runs again tonight. So, look, Afghanistan, they're going to need to pull out something out of the hat. It's not going to happen, but uh, it should be a good game tonight. I think it should. And uh, the, the tournament's coming to an end, and it's, I've really enjoyed it. The longer it's gone on, it's gone on too long. We, yeah. I, think I've, <laughs> I think that's fair enough to say. But I think the longer the tournament's gone on, it's, yeah, it's been... It's been good cricket. No, great I, cricket. I agree. There has been some really good finishes, particularly in the last two weeks. I think there was a little bit of a lull early days. But, um, yeah, I think that we're starting to see the better teams really put some really good cricket together. And uh, there's still four teams that can win it. India absolutely is in the box seat. But, again, we've mentioned enough this week about what could happen in Mumbai in the first semifinal. And India could be bundled out for not making much of a score in the second innings. But, um, yeah, Watch this space. It'll be done Sunday night, and then we'll see the semifinals uh, as of next week. Just got a text in, men. Uh, hey, boys, a lot of anti-WA sentiment in the, <laughs> you want out of the team for the Aussies at the World Cup. Terry from Nullarbor Plains. Well, but, Terry, I'm I'm for Josh Inglis being in the team. So uh, It's all me, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a South Aussie. I want Kez back in. <laughs> True. Cam Green's the other one as well. But, um, yeah. yeah, no, it's – oh, look, it is what it is. I mean, I, I think that they're going to play – the team they pick in the semifinal will play tomorrow night against Bangladesh. I agree. All time for the good oil. Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. What are we going to talk about, Mins? We're going to talk about the Adelaide Crows uh, qualifying final this weekend. The women's team in the AFLW, they take on the Brisbane Lions. Now, this is going to be a very good game. This is the two most successful teams in the history of AFLW. Yes. So these two teams have both made grand finals four times each. No other team's made it more than twice. Uh, the Crows knocked off Brisbane in the inaugural AFLW competition back in 2017. Brisbane then got their revenge in 2021 when they beat the Crows uh, there. And then 
Adelaide won it in 2022 and Brisbane lost the grand final last year to Melbourne. So they have been two of the powerhouses in the league. And again, we're going to see a really good clash tomorrow afternoon. Looking forward to it. They should be packed out at Norwood as well. Like yeah. If they don't get 10,000 there tomorrow, I'll be very surprised. Oh, without a doubt. And, and not just because it's two of the absolute better teams in the competition, but we're going to see a great spectacle. The Crows are the number two ranked team in offense this year, are going over 60 points a game. They have been scintillating to watch. And the Lions are just behind them. They're the number three ranked offense at more than 50 points a game. So we should see a score kick tomorrow at Norwood Oval, and, and it should be a really good game. I think Brisbane's every chance. I really do think this is going to come down to a kick or two. I'm still going to tip the Crows, but I think that Doc Clark would be very wary of what we're going to see from the Brisbane Lions. Well, let's have a listen to what Doc had to say. Uh, the recent history is, is in their favour. So last year, I think you know, they were probably the dominant side in Season 7. Uh, and they got us a couple of times. And then this year's game was was close. Um, you know, any time it's under a goal, there's is a little bit of luck. When we, we won one against North with a bit of luck, and they, they got that one. So ultimately, you know, it's interesting, but not that relevant. I'd, I'd reckon they're probably in the same boat. Um, we know it's going to be a great matchup, uh, and what's happened previously uh, adds some colour, but probably doesn't impact the, uh, the outcome all that much, I wouldn't have thought. Mm, interesting. I mean, he has mentioned that they have been a very much in, informed team and it will be a challenge. Do you think we'll win the game? I think the Adelaide Crows will win the game. So, I mean, obviously, without it goes without saying it's super important, but finishing on top of the table in the women's competition means that you are rewarded with a home grand final if you make it to the grand final. I think they play the best footy at Norwood Oval too. They play some really fast-moving footy. Yep. Um, and control, and I think with uh, Caitlin Gould up forward, um, I, I, I just think they're, yeah, I just think they kick more goals. Yep, which I agree with, and, and the further to my point on that is, so if we do lose, it doesn't mean we can't make the grand final and win it, but we won't host the grand final. So it's massive that we do get through in straight sets or do go straight through to that preliminary final. So that's the Crows and Brisbane. The other finals games, Gold Coast takes on Sydney. Sydney has come from the bottom of the ladder, have made the finals, which is great to see. Geelong takes on Essendon down at GMHBA and Melbourne plays North Melbourne in the other qualifying uh, final. I think Melbourne will be too good there. Yeah, I agree. Um, and just for Terry, uh, if the Crows were playing Frio or <laughs> West Coast, they'd beat them too. And that was the good oil for Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. Uh, big show tonight, men's. We've got a new segment coming up after the break, uh, Sports sports TV Guide. Yeah, we're going to tell you the 10 sporting events that you have to tune into this weekend. And later on, we're going to speak to a very happy Redback in Nathan McSweeney. More on Sports ASA right after this.